I don't know about you, but I've had some good days and some bad days during this coronavirus season. So what do we do when we feel like we can't make it? I'm Lori Short, and I want to welcome you to my podcast. And today I want to look at what to do when you feel like you don't have it in you to face what's in front of you. I don't know about you, but I'll be going along pretty good when all of a sudden something happens that sets me off. Another speaking job cancels because of the virus, or my teenager looks at me like I'm from another planet, or sometimes I just wake up in the morning and think we are still in it, and I think I can't take this anymore. Well, the good news from today's verse is that you don't have to take it. There's a power available in you and me that can take it. And we often forget that it's there. And the verse that talks about this power is Romans 8.26. So that's what I want to focus on today. Here's the verse. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. So let's pick this verse apart. First, the context of this passage. It comes right after Paul is talking about this struggle that is happening inside of him between his flesh and spirit, the same struggle that happens inside of us. And that's Romans 7 and 8. And it's about the part inside us that's our own strength, which can be very weak, and the part of us that is God in us that always makes us strong. And in Romans 7, Paul is talking about not being able to do the good he wants to do. That Paul still struggles, even as strong as his relationship with God is. And I think we can all relate to that, especially right now. Paul cries out at the end of Romans 7, Who will rescue me from this body of death, from my inadequacy? And then he says, Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ. In other words, God is there to help. And that is what the first part of today's verse shows us. It says this, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. The word weakness jumps out at me because this season has been pointing out to me how weak I am. Maybe you feel it too. I can't seem to sustain my strength. And I wonder if that's not part of God's intention through this time. To show us that we are not together and we need him. Our circumstances have been stressful and overwhelming, and to top it off, we have no idea how or when this is finally going to end. We see a light at the end of the tunnel, but we also see a long distance getting there, and we need the Spirit to help us. So how does that happen? How do we access this strength? Honestly, for me lately, it's just been crying out, God, I need you right now, right when it happens. Right when I feel overwhelmed, please, God, show me yourself. Give me your strength. Bring me encouragement. Help me feel hope. Just naming it, I am weak. And the next part of the verse I love. It says, we don't know what we ought to pray for. And that is so true. We can't see ahead right now. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't really know what we need. But God sees and knows, and he knows what we should pray. So we don't have to have the words. We can just say, help, or I can't, or spirit, come. And you know what? Your prayers don't have to be long to be effective. In fact, making them long may be just more for the spirit to edit. 
So just give your truth to God, however it comes out. You know, I saw a movie recently on Netflix called A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It was about the life of Mr. Rogers. And frankly, I did not appreciate the person that Mr. Rogers was when I was little. We used to make fun of him. But what a man. And Tom Hanks plays him. And there is this scene that just struck me where he is praying for people. And he's just doing his morning swim. And he just starts naming people doesn't give any prayers. He just tells God their name, almost as if he knows that God knows what they need. And he's just bringing that person in front of the Lord. That has been such an example to me of the kind of prayers that we need to pray. We don't have to have it all thought out what we're going to say to God. We can just cry out. Or if we're praying for somebody, just say their name. And that might be the most effective prayer we can have. The next part says the Spirit himself intercedes for us. So the Spirit fills in your prayers to God, but he also comes between you and God and helps you hear what God wants to say to you. So some of prayer is listening and watching and opening yourself to hear from God. And I have found that it's not always verbal. Sometimes it happens in other ways, something you read or something you watch. It just happened to me on Sunday. We were watching the sermon, and instead of having our worship band play, they played the blessing that the UK put together, all the churches across the UK. And it is so beautiful. I encourage you to listen to it on YouTube. But for some reason, just watching person after person in their home, in their apartment, who were part of different churches, part of different traditions, all different denominations, all over the UK, singing this song of blessing. And it touched me so much. And at the end, it said, our buildings may be closed, but the church is very much alive. And that is really what God has been showing us during this time. We may not be able to meet inside buildings, but we are still having church and we still have God in our homes, with us, inside us. But God touched me through that song. And I'm sure you've had that experience too. And that is the spirit working inside of you when you have that response. The spirit interprets God to you and interprets you to God. And then last, it says, the Spirit intercedes with groans that words cannot express. You know what? Sometimes there are no words. I have a good friend who lost his wife to cancer just two months ago, right at the beginning of this coronavirus season. And I'm telling you, there are no churchy spiritual words that I have for someone like that, someone going through something so difficult. But what I told him is that I was praying Holy Spirit groans for him. And you know, that seemed to touch him in a very deep place. There's something about groaning sometimes when we're in pain or people we love are in pain. And God does that with us. The Holy Spirit takes our prayers and makes them groans. So even not speaking actual words can be a prayer. And that is so encouraging to me because sometimes I don't have words. So the Holy Spirit is there to help. And I can't promise there will be no bad days. In fact, I can pretty much guarantee it. That's what Jesus says. In this world, you will have trouble. Not you might. You will have trouble. But he says, take heart. I have overcome the world. 
And that is what the Spirit does for us. This verse promises that God will cover you when you tell him that you can't do it on your own. So let that be your challenge this week. Even as we're starting to get glimpses of hope, we still don't know what's going to happen. So let this verse encourage you when you're just at the end of your rope. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. God, I am so grateful to you for the Holy Spirit, and I pray that same Holy Spirit into anybody who is listening right now. Thanks for tuning in.